Hey, you're listening to Guad.Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. This is Season 9, Episode 184. Title, No Ghosts Allowed. Subtitle, Minicast Number 8. The New Jerusalem is a Place of Eternal Life. The New Jerusalem is, first of all, we've said, the Bride of the Lamb. Number two, a place of eternal relationships. Number three, a place of new beginnings. A place of satisfied living. Number five, it's opulent. Number six, it's enormous. Number seven, it's eternal light. And now number eight, it's eternal life. Now the angel of the Lord shows John the interior of the city of God, the new Jerusalem, and his attention is directed to just a few things. In chapter 22, verses 1 and 2, John writes, Then he showed me the river of the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb, down the middle of the city's main street. The tree of life was on each side of the river, bearing twelve kinds of fruit, producing its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree are for healing the nations, and there will no longer be any curse. John chapter 4 verse 8 declares God is life. Think about it, no cursed thing, but the presence of life at every turn. Life permeates every part of the New Jerusalem. The river and the tree are reminiscent of the Garden of Eden, but it's incorrect to say that man in the New Jerusalem is restored to his former glory. We can't speculate on what we don't know. Mark it down though, the New Jerusalem is much more than Eden revisited. In the New Jerusalem, there is no possibility of fouling things up. Satan fouled things up in heaven. Adam fouled things up on earth, but the saints of God have the promise of eternal life. The presence of the river of living water is a fulfillment of the promise made in Revelation chapter 7 verse 17, where it says, For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. The river of living water is a beautiful canal that splits the main street of heaven, flowing with a special type of water. It is the water of life that flows out of the throne of God because God is the fountain of living waters. Jeremiah 2.13, God says, My people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. Friend, humans, by God's creative act and essence, are drawn to pure flowing water. Notice any resort, theme park, vacation hotspot and you'll usually find moving and flowing water. Revelation chapter 22 verse 17 says, The Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him who hears say, Come. Whoever is thirsty, let him come, and whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of the water of life. In heaven, our thirst will be eternally quenched. Humans stay thirsty because we are majority made up of water. Up to 60% of the human adult body is water. The brain and heart are composed of 73% water, and the lungs are about 83% water. The skin contains 64% water, muscles and kidneys, get this, are 79% water, and even the bones are watery at 31%. James 4.14 says that our life is like a vapor that appears for a little while then vanishes. A vapor is a fine mist like fog quickly burns away when the sun comes up. It has no substance and leaves nothing behind. 
Comparing our lives to a vapor illustrates how fleeting our days on this earth are. In science, vaporization is a phase transition from the liquid phase to the gas phase. Friend, in a very real way, you and I appear to be solid, but in fact, we are not. C.S. Lewis, in his book, The Great Divorce, a parable about heaven and hell, calls the people in heaven solid people. In heaven, everything is solid and thus painful to the visitors from hell. A blade of grass penetrates the feet. An apple is as heavy as a bowling ball. Water is solid even as it cascades down a river. The metaphor is one of wholeness and disintegration. Those in heaven are solid, real, human beings made whole by the Lord of heaven. Those in hell are miserable, disintegrated souls. Ghosts who, in living for self, have lived for small things, shriveling up in the process. In heaven, the river of living water of God will make us solid forever. No more transitory state. The tree, the tree of life, was in the Garden of Eden. Man did not eat of it first, and he was cast out of the garden after eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in order to prohibit him from forever existing in a fallen state. The image presented here is that of the tree of life. It's planted all over, down the main street, on either side of the river. Unlike a fruit tree that only bears an annual harvest, this tree of life will yield a continual harvest. It will be a perpetual fruit of the month club. When I worked for UPS, we dreaded every month when Harry and David dumped their fruit of the month club. It was thousands and thousands and thousands of pieces of fruit. Uh, what's interesting is we opened one up one time to see what was inside, and the fruit really does look fantastic. It is perfect fruit. But in heaven, it's perfect fruit coming in season every month. And what's interesting is the tree of life is one thing, but it yields different types of fruit. Isn't that cool? But it's supernaturally unique because it has the ability to give life. The tree of life. Jesus said in Mark chapter 13, verse 28, from the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. Friend, heaven will be the endless summer. The leaves on the tree. In the Garden of Eden, the leaves were used by Adam and Eve to cover sin. Genesis 3, 7 says, Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. But dear friend, now the leaves are for the healing of the nations. The word used here is serving, service, care. Isn't that interesting? The word that's translated for the healing of the nations actually translated out of the Greek means serving service care. The word transliterated into English is therapy, used in a figurative sense here. In the New Jerusalem, there are no sick nations or groups of people. No longer will the nations be angry, as in Revelation chapter 11, verse 18. No DMZ, no Iron Curtain, no Intifada, no Jihad, no Border Patrol, no tribal wars, no ethnic cleansing. Isaiah chapter 25, verses 8 and 9 says, he will swallow up death forever. The sovereign Lord will wipe away all tears. He will remove forever all insults and mockery against his land and people. The Lord has spoken. And that day the people will proclaim, This is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. This is the Lord in whom we trusted. Let us rejoice in the salvation he brings. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.